it's both the, very busy. It's nearly Christmas. It's the day before Christmas. I Eve. have to tell you. Oh yeah, the day before Christmas Eve. I have to tell you, it is horror out there. No, I can it's imagine. It's so busy. Oh my god. Tell me more. It, I've literally never seen somewhere so jam-packed. I guess it's also a Friday, so that's another thing. It's the day before Christmas Eve on a Friday, so getting home was a disaster. Lines were so long for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are, and I'm so happy to no longer have to be outside. Did you get some good shopping done today? Well, I didn't even have to do that much. I was Mm -hmm. at work um, in the morning. And then on my way home, I'm going to my flatmate's house for Christmas. Nice. I'm going and staying for like, they live in Bromley, which is like South London, kind of. It's arguably in London. Okay. Some London's so huge is. that I don't know like where the territories are at all. Yeah, Bromley is definitely one of those that like some people would be adamant about it not being London, but okay. it you can tap in and tap out. Like you can use contact list to pay. So to me that's London. Um, <laughs> contact that's- contact list is everywhere, Kimia. Wait, what? No, but like to so in France, can you use your credit card to go on the yes. metro? Oh, oh, t- for the metro? No, no. Yeah, see. Okay. In London okay. on Tube, you can just tap your card, and then it lets you in. But it's only in okay. London. Okay, I see. I see why that is it. I thought you were saying just like contactless payment at stores. Oh no! And I was no. gonna say. <laughs> That's is everywhere. England like really behind or something? But okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I had to go and get them a bottle of port, of tr- a bottle of Trani port. Oh, um, because apparently her parents really like that. So that is a that dessert me, wine. I think so. I'm I- not really sure. Um, but yeah, that took me about forty minutes to get one bottle of wine. So annoying. Insane. So annoying. But anyway, <laughs> how is being back in Pennsylvania? It is it has been um honestly pretty good so far. It's been uh I can't say eventful, but it has been busy in terms of holiday planning. Um today I made fondant gondolas for my mother's gingerbread house which as you may know what? is the doge palace in <laughs> venice wait wait wait! your mom's gingerbread house is a venetian palace it is wait have you not seen pictures of this i, I posted I it onto my instagram um i thought i did or at, at least I, I at least it's on my be real but I'll oh send you, I'll i send haven't you been pictures. on be real i haven't been on be real in a long tragedy time tragedy we need to know what's going on i know the thing the reason i haven't been on be real in a long time is because i'm either at work or with my boyfriend and i'm not ready to launch my boyfriend on <laughs> not ready for hard launch on be real oh my gosh one day one day he'll get there, he'll get there. one day one day i'll make my be real come back with my boyfriend 
<laughs> well, I I look forward to it. Um, Thank you. But no, it's been it's been good. It's been it's been fun. Um, and then of course there's just all the like the holiday stuff. My family goes pretty hard for the holidays. So today is church. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve with my uncle and cousins and grandma. Then Christmas Day. Then Boxing Day brunch. So it's really like a four-part special here. That is very elaborate. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know people go to church the day before Christmas Eve. I don't know if that's universal, but I know that okay. my parents' church does both Christmas Eve services, which are like the typical ones, and then Christmas Eve Eve for the people that can't make it on Christmas Eve. My parents as you know, are well, were raised Catholic. And there is mm-hmm. something that's called Midnight Mass, which is like you go to Mass Christmas Eve at midnight, which yeah, I've heard I don't that. think makes a lot of sense, but it, a lot of people do it. And luckily- Do you know that? Do you know that Vampire Weekend lyric that's like, you broke my heart at midnight Mass, now I'm the ghost of Christmas past? I do not know that lyric. I do not listen to enough Vampire Weekend to know the lyrics, but um, that's great. That's fabulous. Think about think about that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Reflect on that. Some meditating for you to do in church. I was listening to a podcast today um, called the I Need God podcast, which I may have told you about. Yes, and yes. they were saying the the host used to like sing at mass and was saying that some people say p- singing is praying twice. So I'm going to be praying twice tonight and oh, praying for pray. all the souls. <laughs> pray for me, please. Yeah, I will. I will be. I will be praying. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my schedule. That's my schedule. that's so fun that's so Christmassy looking forward to like closing out the year with lots of festivities yeah but I wanted to talk about what we think what what not just like not new year's resolutions but what is in our opinion in and out for next year uh what we've reflected on this year what we want to change for next year yeah, I'd like to start by saying that Pete Davidson needs to stop. That is out. Um, what what has been Pete Davidson's last move? Because I don't think I've been like, uh, I I think the last time I tuned into Pete Davidson news, he was dating Kim Kardashian, and I don't think that that's happening anymore. It's definitely not. I think he's dating Emma Emma or Emily Radajkowski. Emrata, <laughs> as she is known to me, Emrata. What is um, what is her name? Emily Radikowski. Ra- I think it is Emily, and I think it's pronounced Radikowski. Let's look it up. I actually have a very personal connection to Miss Emrata. Yes, because okay, her name is Emily Radikowski. I don't think Unless the J I'm... is pronounced. Okay. M. Rodikowski. <laughs> but anyway, okay. My personal connection to Emma, M. Rada, if you will, mm-hmm. is that we're, 
We are both born in England and raised in northern San Diego. Did not know she was raised in northern San Diego, nor did I yeah. know that she was born in England. Yeah. Back to Pete Davidson. Back to Pete. <laughs> Someone called him the phone-a-boyfriend. Wait, you know, have you heard? Do you know what I what I mean? No, I'm too we're out like, of the culture. I'm I'm so confused. I'm sorry. We're like you can kind of just call him up to be your boyfriend if you want publicity. Oh, I I like that. I mean, they need they need someone to fill that role. That's true. Hollywood needs its characters. It needs its it boy. <laughs> it needs and its it boy. Davidson answered that call. Indeed, he did. But okay, I think Pete Davidson being out is not a hot take like i feel like a lot of people feel like all right yeah well i i don't know i i i don't think i have a strong enough opinion on on pete um i think that is the hottest for him or not root for him (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i think not having a take is the hottest is the hot take it is it is it definitely is we're moving towards Pete Davidson neutrality. That is Pete it. Pete Davidson neutrality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I will support that. I also I I'm no, I'm not I'm not going to get into celebs because I feel like if I go there, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. We're never going to emerge from that. Um okay, yes. <laughs> what is personally in like okay, so I have a personal in an out list. Uh, personally, what is out is my technology addiction. Um, because so right now I feel like even though I don't think my phone screen time or like screen time in general is that much above average, I feel like it's quite on the average. I've noticed mm-hmm. that I just feel anxious if I'm like not around technology. If mm-hmm. I like don't have my phone or computer nearby. I get like heart palpitations and that's that's not in for me. I'm, I'm trying to get in. rid of that in in 2023. Um, and I've as I've told you before, I think I am reading this book called Stolen Focus and mm-hmm. it's by I want to pronounce the name right. Johan Hari, Johan Hari. In any case, it's quite it's quite good. And he does this sort of social not exactly social experiment just like personal experiment where he goes gets rid of all technology he has like a flip phone that can dial like 911 and people's like emergency contacts but it's quite i mean it's quite interesting because he he kind of goes through the the science behind why we're addicted to technology and the whole like just the reliance that we have on our screens and what actually helps us kind of like have better concentration and have less like technology related distractions in our lives which is quite good so I need to finish that book speaking of attention and distraction I have not finished that book despite (laughs) having started it at least two months ago so no that's fair that I mean two months on a book at the end of the year is that's life yeah, that is um, life. But what have you been reading? Really, oh, no, go on. Uh, well, I wanted to comment on the technology stuff because I've just been thinking recently about how we're not designed 
to live like this. <laughs> like we are not designed to have all of this information all the time or like mm-hmm. have access to everyone we know all the time. Yeah. And I think I was listening to a podcast talking about Instagram and stuff and how our social relationships were not designed to be accessible at all times and we're not designed to know what everyone's doing we're not designed to be everywhere everything everywhere all at once whatever that movie was called (laughs) so I think that is a great out technology addiction is a good out I that just what you were saying reminded me of the meme have you seen that meme like it's like, Lord, the men you put on earth to hunt and gather are SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just what it reminded me of. Um, yep. And it's the truth. Yeah. What can we say? It's, what can we say? Absolutely the truth. Yes. Uh, do you have any personal ins mm. or outs for the coming year? Yeah, I feel like. Hmm. I have so many things. I have everything everywhere all at once. Um, I'm so 2022 for me was about learning how to be fiercely independent. And I think 2023 is learning how to rely on others while still maintaining my independence. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because I, I I, realized, I think, more so in the last two years that I am not, like, even though you can be independent, like, I've realized how important social connection is to me. Yeah. And the fact, like, I was living on my own and then I moved in with roommates and I feel like my quality of life has just drastically improved when I'm not like when I'm not living on my own I feel so much better and it's just it once again it's like how humans are made to function like we were not made to live in bubbles and so when we try to do that I think it often backfires at least for me I know some people like like are super on the, the the spectrum of just really liking alone time and solitude but I'm, like, not a hermit uh, and I'm not meant to, like, be living on the side of a mountain with no human contact. Yeah, exactly. I'm the exact same way where moving in with my flatmates has absolutely changed my quality of life. And now I'm here alone because both my flatmates are home for Christmas. And I hate it. It's so quiet. I feel so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. like what if something what's gonna happen um, the darkness the, the darkness, darkness creeps in but at the same time I also think like relying on others not relying on others but becoming a bit more compassionate I think is a bit in for me in the new year I think living in a big city in London like living in London last year where all of my friends were in relationships it Get, it got to a point where I just only thought about myself, which I think I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and in London, everyone only really thinks about themselves. Like no one gives way when they're walking. No one helps you with your bags if you're struggling, stuff like that. And I think it's made me less compassionate 
And so mm-hmm. now I want to work on a balance, especially being in a relationship. I'm finding that I don't know how to do that and mm-hmm. I don't know how to compromise. And I don't it really, really know. It really yeah. is that way. I feel like when you're when you haven't been in a relationship for a while and you get into one, it is so disorienting to not to have to think about someone else's needs to like be thinking about your self which is yeah. good and as a single person that's just like what you do and then yeah. like you're hit with the fact of having to compromise with someone else for me I, it's it's tough it's tough for sure it is it's tough for me as well and like even you can care so much about someone but when you're out of the habit of that or building the habit even mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's definitely sure. something I'm working on. So compassion sure. is in. Compassion and compassion empathy is always compassion is always in, and I think <laughs> that's a great that's a great thing to be putting on the list of 2023. I hate to say resolutions. Resolutions just sounds like so empty and hollow to me. So that's why I really resist the idea of a new new year's resolution but i just like yeah. the idea of like themes what is the theme of the year gonna be i agree and it yeah i don't like resolutions either because i feel like you just get excited about them for a week and then you're like all right that's done and I'm i think resolutions to me it reads as very concrete like oh i'm gonna do this once a week or like i'm going to usually it surrounds like doing or not doing yeah. And I think that is always difficult to keep up with and like keep consistent. So I just like the idea of a theme, carrying themes and ideas. I agree. I also think like committing to doing or not doing something brings so much rigidity and there's so much shame and disappointment if slash when you fall off, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So- I like this idea. I like it too. Um, there was something in a different part of what we were talking about um, that reminded me of this study, but I want to bring it up now just because I thought about it again, which was, it was a study on personal, like tracking personality and mm-hmm. across like 2020 to 2022 to Ooh. kind of look at like the long, like the long-term effects of the pandemic on personality and what I thought was really interesting was kind of in the intro to the paper they were saying that typically large-scale natural disasters and things that you would think alter your life a lot actually don't have short-term effects on personality typically like they studied this in like hurricane katrina looking at people's personality before and after and typically there aren't a lot of trackable changes but after covid there were like short-term significant personality shifts because they were looking at like the big five personality traits and they said specifically like young people were were really significantly affected in their extroversion mm-hmm. so people just became way 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 more like inward focused and kind of antisocial 
Interesting. Uh, and I just thought it was super apt. I thought it was like an interesting study. And I also felt anecdotally like it was true because <laughs> I feel like I've gotten a lot more antisocial. And I don't know if that's because of the city I'm living in or because of COVID or all the different things. But it was really fascinating to me to like read that. Yeah, it is. I think personality is so interesting because it is so fluid and so easily impacted. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, I don't think I have any concrete thoughts, but yeah. yeah. But normally, I mean, the thing is that I guess normally personality changes quite slowly and over like a long period of time. So you see people from like their youth until their old age, um, people tend to get like more neurotic as they age Mm -hmm. and stuff like in older age, but typically within like a period of two to five, maybe even more years, you don't see like significant changes. And Mm -hmm. yet after COVID people were, you know, changes. studied as having big changes. I think the fact that it's out of trend is really interesting. That like, mm-hmm. what what was it about COVID that was so mm-hmm. much more impactful on our personalities than other large scale crises? Yeah, all that. Yeah. And definitely, I think the way that not just our not just big changes, but kind of the everyday changes that occurred as a result of the restrictions like going more so online and not having like a ton of face-to-face or very or even like close contact like physical touch all those things I feel like it's a a huge like recipe of all the different effects that created that created the shift but yeah yeah, that was that was the science study of the day (laughs) I love it that's so interesting um, I'm trying to think of other personal ins and outs for my 2023 year. I just feel like my like last two years have been like as the world was going through a shit show. I feel like I was also going through, you know, person like a personal shit show. <laughs> and, and so like 2022 has been really turning a corner for me, which is great. Um, so I'm excited to see that continuing on in 2023. I hope it that's so lovely. Is like an upward path, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that's exciting. I'm glad that 2022 was a good year. And it was that... I think it was a pretty solid year, like on the whole. Yeah, I think the same. I definitely had a hard year, but it was a good year. Mm-hmm. I liked 2022. I think I'll look back on it very fondly. Yeah. What were, okay, I know we just did ins and outs for next year, but looking back, what is one, what are one or two highlights from this year that you drew lessons from, that you are just going to remember for a long time? Like, mm, what were some good things? Think. What are the highlights of the year? I, Gosh, well, both of us graduated, which is 
I still haven't graduated. I've only I've Wait, give me what? I know my graduation's in January. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. No, realize... no, no, but both of us finished our masters. <laughs> both of us finished our degrees. I'm yeah. sorry I did not realize. I guess I should have realized because you didn't have like um didn't have a ceremony yet. So your ceremony's yeah. in January. But yeah, I mean we both we both finished our masters. We both finished, That's... yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's it's the finishing that counts. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I honestly, like, honestly, it didn't. I, I, I like say that because it sounds like a big event. It did not feel momentous personally. I don't know why. For me, it, it was just like, okay, we're closing this chapter. But it was such a weird like time to be studying and mm-hmm. a, like modality of study that it didn't feel like graduating undergraduate school where it was like a very big deal and you spent four years and in one place so in that sense it was something that was nice but it's not like um it wasn't like a highlight so I think my highlight just comes from like um the time I spent with my family and my close friends um and I honestly think like I feel like this holiday is gonna be like a really nice time. I feel like it's Aww. time spent with my fam that I haven't gotten to do. I mean, I've I've spent a lot of time with my family this year though. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's like a general highlight is the time I got to spend with my family, uh, and like time traveling, which was really fun. Nice. What about you? Um well, I have a few. I think my biggest highlight was this summer. Like June, July, August were such... Well, June, July, and half of August were amazing. Um, Because for most of June, I was in San Diego, which was nice. And then I came Mm -hmm. back and it was summer in London, which was so nice. And Mm -hmm. I had a great work-life balance. Like I would write my dissertation and then see friends in the evenings and go Mm -hmm. out. And and then I ended up doing really well on my dissertation. So it was really reassuring that I can have a good work-life balance and Mm -hmm. still excel and trust my ability to get stuff done well. And then August, obviously, I finished my master's and my mom came, but the first half of August was nice. The second half of August, I had housing insecurity. <laughs> Didn't know where I was going to live. Yeah. Um, and stress like that. But yeah, so I think the summer was really nice. I also didn't like date anyone for most mm. of 2022. And so I think a highlight was forcing myself to just be by myself and not be distracted by anyone which was difficult at first but I came out of it so happy so so sure which also goes back to the whole compassion bringing compassion back in bring the beat in if you will (laughs) indeed Um, indeed so yeah I think those are my two biggest highlights of just being Mm -hmm. proud of myself yeah 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 I think time alone and I don't know both of us are still relatively new to our cities so I think it's been a real it's a real joy to like explore when you're it's it's a joy to explore with other people but then especially like on your own and kind of 
having the freedom to go about your life in that way is extra is extra nice especially in the summer yeah definitely definitely and we saw each other this summer i just forgot i was like talking about all my travels (laughs) and i forgot that one because it was like a short it was a short trip but honestly huge highlight (laughs) no same i was gonna say that too like those few days in toulouse were really nice and the amount we ate oh my god that was so good yes yes such a gluttonous trip but i know southern french food um speaking of french food it was really bad because i no one made any requests for like any type of french food when i was coming here except for my brother's girlfriend that is the only person and she asked for petit écolier which are like you know those like you know what those are like the the chocolate biscuits like i was trying to rack my brain for like what do i bring people here and honestly i just i didn't i mean i didn't have that much room in my luggage anyway Mm -hmm. but i feel kind of bad i'm like no one's getting french goodies because no one asked for them so yeah i think that's fair enough i think that's fine i think so too i think so too but i don't know i always like to bring home like certain things and then when I go back to France I just bring like a whole suitcase of flaming hot Cheetos yeah okay it's so funny that you say that because I don't know if you should say this um we can cut it out of the episode no it's on it's not even bad but it's funny that you say you take back flaming hot Cheetos to France because the French guy I dated a couple months ago that Uh was like his biggest dream was to try flaming hot cheetos and they like they he just like didn't there there is no place to get them in london is there no i think there are yeah but sorry there was a horn outside um okay they're in like the american candy stores which as we discussed are money laundering centers (laughs) yes they're they're a bit allegedly No, they are confirmed to be money laundering fronts. They're facades. Um, Swinging completely around to a different theme besides snacks, what were the medias we loved and want to see more of in 2023? And what did we think was trash and we want Mm. to throw out? I feel like I didn't consume that much good media. Mm. in 2022 i feel like i just watched dating shows and then sitcoms that i've seen before okay sorry this is really rogue (laughs) i just have to tell you go for it that um where i go to get waxed here in london i've Mm -hmm. never seen this before they have tvs in each like room waxing room yes waxing room and they're playing like american tv American Idol, Friends. Like, I have not watched American Idol since I was probably 10 years old. And then I was sat there with my legs up. (laughs) I'm watching Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) And also, that me, I was silent the whole time. I did not speak to the lady once. I was so engrossed in American Idol. You don't speak to them at all. I don't oh oh you were you were just watching you were just engrossed in yeah. uh, in American Idol okay yeah I always feel like I haven't gone waxed in a while and but I do I do feel that 
that stress of of making small talk because the places that I have gone unfortunately do not have American Idol on in the background but I think that that's actually a really like that's a that's a really great move for them to to do that I agree you know what I would love to see in 2023 Mm -hmm. is a competition show that everyone around the world who is chronically online becomes obsessed with like a love island but not dating okay can you elaborate because i'm having a hard time well putting like, you this know together how in my mind. everyone in the world became obsessed with love island during yes. lockdown of course my parents included yes <laughs> i want the world to come together in that fashion once again for yeah. a competition show that is not a dating show. Oh, okay. Okay. So like um what what is that one called? Like the 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 most amazing race? The amazing the race. The amazing race. <laughs> I the was most gonna call it the amazing race. The greatest race. <laughs> I was really I was about to call it the great race. Okay, white supremacist. <laughs> watch your mouth um the the amazing race um okay okay so along the lines of like that slash survivor speaking of both of those shows did you know the director of like i don't know if he's the director or the main producer whatever of white lotus was on the amazing race and survivor did you know that that is such a slay. Can I share that with you right now? <laughs> yes, you can. I still have not seen White Lotus. I think my desire for there to be a global show in 2023 mm-hmm. has been fulfilled. I think I'm just yeah. not a part of you the community. I'm just not watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it always I think to me it's it's always like a little bit upsetting when everyone's like obsessed with the show that you just either don't watch or don't have any interest in watching yeah i.e me with bridgerton i don't know if that's too much of a hot take but like no i watched about two episodes of bridgerton and i was like i watched the first episode of the first season and just had no like it was not compelling to me in any in any way and yet no huge world phenomena i mean losing people losing their minds and such a great cast too like yeah but sometimes when it has a great cast it has really shitty writing and that's yeah and that's what i want to see go out in 2023 just just have like hire good writers for your shows Yeah. yeah i mean is it that complicated apparently Apparently it is, but apparently it is. Yes. Look at me becoming a TV critic. I mean, I would like. Okay, I have a hot take. Go. No more Sally Rooney in 2023. That is spicy hot. I know. I I'm... <laughs> no more Sally. I will say I don't particularly want to see her last book adapted onto the screen because I didn't. I thought it was her weakest work. Um, yeah, and I wasn't I'm... impressed with the conversations with friends adaptation either, but I am a, like I I do love I do love a Sally Rooney novel, but okay, interesting. I think after like I thought the normal normal people adaptation was good. Mm-hmm. I liked both the first books. I did not love the third book or yeah. the second adaptation. I just feel like 
Sally Rooney was great pandemic slash early 2020 energy Mm, and now mm. we've outgrown it as a society (laughs) i think we've truly outgrown the romanticization of not romanticizing toxic relationships that was a complicated sentence but i'm gonna just go ahead and say you're probably right well like because i feel like sally rooney is like don't romanticize being toxic but here's a beautiful story and it's so romantic and you're pulling and it's on so your toxic. heartstrings and it's so toxic. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And in 2020, I was like, ooh, yes, yes, Connell, you are so self-aware. And, gosh, and the reason the that- actors in that show were really hot. Like, oh, I know. I, mean, I, I rewatched know? it just Paul Mescal and Phoebe Bridgers are out in 2023. And you know what? They were out in 2022. They're done. And I'm They're so done. Happy is that this. like confirmed or is that a rumor? I feel like that's just a rumor. But I don't know because someone just told me about that yesterday and I was like, I didn't hear the news. Someone someone was like the I bisexual community is really suffering at this time and my heart is with them. It is, but in this instance, I am straight. <laughs> <laughs> like Get Phoebe Bridgers out of here. I'm so, I'm so over. Okay, I this is going to turn into a rant super quickly. Okay. But I'm okay. so over the Phoebe Bridgers normal people, like grunge, toxic, sad, depressed, bisexual girl. Sad girl. Sad girl aesthetic. Sad girl aesthetic. Like, no. What about, what about the happy bisexuals? <laughs> happy people representation matters (laughs) please like what about the anxious bisexuals like i don't have depression but i have an anxiety disorder raging anxiety yeah what about me where's the the phoebe bridgers of anxiety (laughs) the phoebe bridgers of anxiety is literally me listening to astro world by travis scott on repeat because i can't fathom to be with my own thoughts and all I need is Travis Scott screaming, it's lit! <laughs> anyway, I will get canceled for that. Um, something that I've been doing that I'm not, like, particularly proud of, but not also, neither ashamed nor proud, but I am now watching, like, the Hulu version of, I've, I've been keeping up with the Kardashians by watching the Hulu version of the Kardashians. Yes. But I just, like, I wanted, I, I wasn't, like, a, I wasn't at all a religious watcher of the original mm-hmm. series and so I just like wanted to catch up on like the lore and so you can like go on and watch like E has a bunch of like catch up yeah. like episodes where it's like three minutes for every episode so I've like blasted through several seasons like just watching like the three minute so <laughs> recaps funny. of it and I, and I feel like I've I've gained a lot in, in a very small amount of time so that's that's what I've been up to. Okay, that was absolutely my summer. Is I started mm. watching the Hulu Kardashians, and then mm-hmm. um, British Netflix has all the old seasons. So then I watched all of the old oh. seasons. That's weird because for, I I think French Netflix only has like seasons one to ten. So then like the latter half, oh, like yeah. seasons eleven to twenty, or were not on it. But maybe. Okay, maybe if I like VPN it, I can actually go and watch some episodes. Yeah. 
VPN, or you can just come to London. <laughs> That's a simple solution. I like it. That I like it. Very simple solution. Well, on that note, <laughs> I have to go do my laundry. <laughs> That's fabulous. Ooh. I I have to go prepare for church. Yay! Midnight mass, <laughs> baby. Not midnight mass. Just like five p.m. church, oh. which is. Oh. I mean, actually, that's kind of good because then you can like we're gonna go get pizza afterwards. So. Oh, that's so fun! Yeah. Nice. Wish you luck. I think it'll be fun. Nice. We're all here for it. Well, I love you, and I will see you in the new year. Yeah. How I'll exciting is that? New year. I Merry think. Christmas. Tell yes. Your Merry Tell Christmas. your parents I say hi. That's a good <laughs> outro. <laughs> Tell your parents I say hi. Agreed. Okay.